welcome to another episode of the Trailer Island podcast. I am your host, Alex, and I am joined by... Matthew! And Steve. Yay. <laughs> We're all here. Is this episode eight? I was just yeah. thinking that. I think it is. We're so close to double digits. Oh, so it's close. Good. It's Do you reckon good. we'll get renewed for season two? <laughs> I don't know, it's up to us, so like, maybe. We hope. We hope. Fingers crossed. We'll see how we go. Um... Yeah, another week, and we've got another streaming something. Well, no, no, it wasn't Movie? originally a streaming film, wasn't it? No, it was re- it was re- released widely. Yeah, oh, okay. This, is all, this this film came out pre-pandemic. Ah, okay. Because I was only been able to catch up with it via a streaming service, mm. which seems to be is the only thing that's really around at the moment. But yeah. well, it got released uh, last middle of last year, okay. and then obviously had a re-release around. Academy Awards time. What movie am I talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, we're, we're really sort of teasing people with the <laughs> with the film for this week, aren't we? It's our first uh, foreign film. Would you oh, say that? I'd say all films we've done so far have been foreign because we're Wasn't we're on an Eurovision island. Was Eurovision a foreign we? film? Which one? Wasn't Eurovision a foreign film? No, I mean they they will they none of them have been made in Australia. Well, it's I'm our saying. first non English <laughs> yes. film. How about yes. that? Yeah, that, I'll, I'll does that, that work for you? Yeah, I'll pay that. Yeah. All right, Steve, because you seem to be so cherry tomato happy about this one, you can introduce it. We are talking about Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. I'm deadly serious. So that was the trailer for the film Parasite. Yes, and if and if you couldn't uh, if you couldn't guess from the the trailer you just heard there, it's a South Korean film, so they're all speaking Korean. So you probably don't understand anything that's going on in that without being able to see the subtitles, unless you speak Korean, of course. Um, so hopefully you got the vibe of the trailer, I guess, more so than what they're actually saying. Which yeah. is good. I mean, we've got a big following in South Korea, so I mean, they're going to understand <laughs> that quite well. Yeah, I guess it's so. a massive following. My, my I've been looking at the ratings for Trailer Island recently, and the following in Korea is fantastic. It oh, is. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, what I should say about... Um, well, for, you know, we speak English, so films that aren't in English, is I've always found that I get about 20 minutes in, or maybe not even 20 minutes, and and I forget that it's not in English because my brain gets so used to reading the oh. subtitles but also looking at the pictures. And a good one for this is um, down for the um, yeah. German film. Is like, I always forget that they're speaking German. I go, I always remember, think back and think, no, they were speaking English, weren't they? And then you watch it and it's in a different language. And I, I kind of feel the same way about this. I kind of, after about 20 minutes, kind of, I don't know, my brain just got tricked, I guess, by, or drawn in by, and I sort of stopped separating. It's like, yeah, I, I can just sort of, I know what's going on. But do you do you usually put subtitles on just for regular films? Is this uh, a occasionally, that, maybe? I mean, if the film's in American, then I will put the subtitles on so I can under, so I can yeah. convert it into English. Um, but yeah, no, I, I guess so. I guess so. Maybe I'm used okay. to it. Yeah. I don't have uh, any real issue with subtitled films, uh, foreign films in general. Like, it's... Because I'm always, even for English films, I've got subtitles on. Mm. And so 
processing the information of this film in particular, it wasn't a super big hurdle. And sure. like in terms of con- concentration level as well. And that concentration level was probably helped by the fact that I thought the film was so, so good. Yeah, I think you're a bit of a fanboy of this one, Steve. Uh, what we haven't explained yet is no, we haven't. the premise. And of I think, the Steve, film. I think you're absolutely bursting at the seams. So I'll do it. please, I'll do it. I'll please do it. give us the, uh, the premise of this film. Uh, so it actually follows the Kim family, who are a, who are a, a poor family in South Korea. Uh, and they're out of work looking for money. And the son sort of comes up with this scheme where he's going to go tutor a really, really rich girl. And throughout the film, the rest of the family members of the Kim family start to ingratiate themselves into the Park family, the wealthy family, uh, as, as workers themselves. And shenanigans ensue. Oh, don't they just? <laughs> don't they just? Yeah, a lot happened. There's a lot that happens in this film. Yeah, I feel like a bit like last week where I was so happy with Eurovision Fire Saga. (laughs) This week, I'm not really sure where I stand on the film. I can tell you where I stand, and so I. This is the first time I've I've unfortunately had to watch this in two sittings. So obviously, when a film is made, it is designed to be watched in one sitting. That is how it's paced, how it's edited, and how it's been scripted, etc., etc. So I feel like perhaps my what I'm about to say maybe is somewhat skewed. By the fact I did watch it, had to watch it in two two sittings, but I found the first hour to be quite slow, mm-hmm. and and I, yep. I I found myself and I again I watched this on a streaming service as well. I did find myself, and again I don't know if it's because I was a bit time sensitive because I had to go off and do something, and I had to keep checking my watch. But I, I did find myself drawn to going, is this gonna is something gonna happen? Is this gonna mm. pick up at any point? Because at at the moment, I haven't seen anything that's actually really drawn. I understand what's going on, but I haven't been drawn in by it yet. I have a theory, and I just want to ask you guys a question first because it does follow on that, from that theory. What was the opinion of uh, the movie Get Out of both of you? I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. I I I have seen Get Out. I found it. The, the issue with, with my experience with Get Out is I, I had it hyped up to me by so many people saying right. it's, it's one of the best films you ever see. And then when I saw it, I thought, well, there was nothing really all that spectacular in it. So I found it quite underwhelming. Okay. Which I think that what Matt just said then has an effect on how I felt about this film as well because it won four Oscars mm. and people were like, this film is amazing. You have to see it. So I feel like... Again, me, I'm not responsible for my actions. In that <laughs> <laughs> the world had delivered me an opinion about this film that I was told I was supposed to have. Yep. So you have these expectations. And I don't feel like it delivered that for me. I, ha- I have to admit, I, I am surprised that this film won the Oscar over 1917. Oh. Because, and I don't want to like jump to my conclusions too early in the podcast, obviously, but I have to admit there are no characters in this film that I like. And that's because they've been okay. written that way. Like all the characters all have their own ulterior motives and, and, and they're all quite conniving. And I, I, but I did get to the end of it. And this film's about, what is it, two hours, ten minutes, I think mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And I got to the end of, end of it thinking at no point over the two, two and a bit hours was I ever on side with anyone. And I never sympathised with any of the characters. Um, I think initially there's a, there's a maid character at the house who's been there um, for a long time. And, and because this, this family are um, trying to weasel their way in, mm. they, they end up getting her fired. And I did feel sorry for her. Um, but then the, the film progresses, and I won't ruin the ending because I, I think it... 
It's a great twist. It is a great twist. It didn't work on me, but it will, it's clearly worked on so many other people, so I, I, I won't ruin it. But um, in the end, I just hated all the characters and thought, well, you all kind of got what you deserved in the end. I think that's unfortunately the point of the film. But that's the thing is I don't think I understand it. And I think that's the issue is I think that's the, like you say, it's the point, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's called Parasite. And the whole uh, discussion with this movie at the moment is who in this film is the parasite? Is it the wealthy family? Uh, who are obviously taking advantage of of poor people to to do demeaning work, or is it the poor family being a parasitic influence on the wealthy family? Mm. And that's where a lot of the discussion about this film really comes from. But I think my issue there is that when you make a film and you're trying to say so so many things about society, is you need to have you need to allow the audience in though. You need to have you need to allow the audience to at least care about someone. Mm-hmm. And at no point in this film did I ever go... I was never invested in any of the characters. I was very neutral throughout the entire film, going, well, I don't really care what happens to any of them. And I feel like that's a disservice to the characters and to the film. I, would, uh, I have the same feeling about the characters, but I understand it at a different angle. And it does come back to, to Get Out. And for me, Get Out was always a movie about anxiety. You know, it was always a, it was always a thriller. And it always felt like a horror as well. And I sort of got the vibes from this film uh, in the second half of the film. I was like, I really don't know what's going to happen. And that, I, I feel like the movie's been designed that way. And I appreciate it for it. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out. I don't know what's going to happen with these characters. And, and quite frankly, the characters aren't likable. And that's sort of like, well, they're not likable. So are they going to get killed off? Yeah, there's a lot of things that sort of happen throughout the film where you sort of question like, you're like, oh, is that really appropriate? Yeah. In the role that you're performing in this household, even though you're sort of, they're faking it in a way. It's like they're really taking advantage of the situation more than you feel like is appropriate Yeah. for the amount that they are taking advantage of the situation. I don't know, it was, it, it was something... Mm. Maybe the film's not exactly what it's meant to do. Where I just feel sort of like, I, I well, yeah. And I think I think Steve and I, I did mention this to um, to you, Steve, before we recorded this. As I sort of said to you, I'm 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 fairly sure I'm not I'm not aware of what this film was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I, I sort of I do accept that. But what I should point out is something I did really like about the film, and and it didn't happen until about an hour in. It took me an hour until I started actually sort of going, oh, this is kind of enjoyable now. Is there's this wonderful sequence where that the fact the, the the wealthy family have gone off, so they suddenly go, "Wow, we've got the house to ourselves now. Let's let's enjoy it." And they do. They get all this, the food out, and they all have they all drink the alcohol and stuff. And it, like you say, Alex, you're going, "Well, that's just completely inappropriate." You know, you've been trusted to um, look after this place. Now, as soon as you're left alone, you completely lose it, really. But there's this wonderful sequence where. At, it was very predictable. I saw it coming, but the f- the wealthy family come home early mm-hmm. from the camping trip, and they've got eight minutes to get everything neat and tidy. And I thought that sequence for the next forty five minutes, even the the aftermath of that, was awesome. That, that was whole, really well done. That half an hour is is terrified me. Yeah, for so yeah. many, like it's not just like the family coming home, but there's like little character moments between the family that I, I, I was like, oh, what's what's the father character gonna do? Oh, God, he's he's mm. getting really like riled up and then then it switches to the to the park family coming home and how are they going to deal with this and uh, uh, that half an hour of film is just like so well shot and then then cut together it, it probably does exemplify why it did win the best picture in my mind at least 
Yeah. I, I think for me, it took an hour before it interested me. That's far too long for me to <laughs> be sitting in a film before I suddenly go, oh, that's quite cool. But having said that again, and I, I, I can't stress the point enough, is I don't, think, I don't think I got it. I don't think it worked on me. Mm-hmm. And I think, that's, I think the issue is with me not being receptive to it more than the film itself, I think. Do you think hype played a factor into that? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, when a film wins as many awards as it has... And you sort of miss it in its initial release. So you're now only watching it because so many people have said this is the best film. You know, oh, it's, a, it's incredible. You d- that does place a lot of expectations on the film. And you can't help but have that in the back of your mind thinking this film is going to be the best thing since Return of the King. You know, and that's, that is a big bar to sort of live up to. Because, yeah, this film isn't trying to be Return of the King. It's its own thing. Yeah, I would say the expectations, similar to Get Out. I mean, I think all the expectations I had for Get Out unfortunately ruined it for me mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. Okay. Yeah. Alex, did the hype ruin it? Uh, I think it did. Yeah, a little bit for me. Um, I I didn't, I, but then again, I didn't know what I was expecting either. <laughs> um, I knew what the film was going to be about. The How everything is shot the cinematography this thing is loaded with vfx yeah if you did not know this yeah. thing is like chockers really with I, visual that effects. does surprise me because i would have thought okay they've, they've clearly got this expensive house which looks really nice and they've shot the majority of the film there i would have thought it was fairly d- done in camera kind of thing it's mostly set pieces wow and but if your house was designed meticulously for this, it movie. was. Yeah, yeah it does look good. It looks really good, specifically for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, talking about expectations, I should mention. So we, I watched the trailer, and um, the trailer did portray to me the kind of moments of dark comedy, or or at least unexpected comedy in sort of situations that don't expect it. But one joke that was in the trailer that actually really sold me on the film that then wasn't in the film is when, um, so the um, daughter is posing as an um, art therapist. Art therapist, yeah. And there's this bit in the trailer um, where they're looking at this, this piece of art um, that this, um, this boy's done and, and she's going, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's this abstract piece. Um, is it a self-portrait? And there's this pause. No, it's a monkey. Oh, that's in the film. Is that in the film? Yeah. I'm, oh, I missed that then. I love that bit. Because like, that was what sold me on yeah. the film. And then I was like, Wait, where was it? Because I, I don't remember seeing it in the movie. Um, it's, I think... <laughs> well, that, it's in the first hour. Well, yeah. there you go. So the yeah. first perhaps. hour that I didn't like, it was, okay, there you go. All right, well, I missed that. I must have been <laughs> asleep, maybe, because that first hour is so long. <laughs> maybe I was just asleep. I, I just, I, it's sort of like, I also got those, this, like, heist planning setup sort of feel to that first hour, which I, I really, really enjoyed. So, like, when he's, like, when he's talking to the mother about the son's art ability, I was like... This has got all the hallmarks of like Danny Ocean trying to set up a casino heist. That's what I was feeling at the same time. Okay. And then they had like this brilliant montage where they're trying to get the, the housekeeper let go. Not Actually, fire. that that was good. Yeah. yeah. That was the thing. That was that was the sort of sequence that made me go, okay, well, this is the first time I felt anything for one of these characters. I felt for the, the mm. housekeeper. That was quite well done. Yeah. 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 I just yeah. appreciate the fact that I just, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like every 15 minutes I sort of had to, keep questioning the movie like movie as to where it's going because as they're sort of setting up this sort of invasion of the kim family to the park family like they're they're getting all these details of the park family like their social security number all that sort of and i'm thinking are they gonna try and like 
murdered a family and try and take their place. Is Actually, I, I did think that as well. I, I did have that tension the whole way along, mm-hmm. not knowing what what yep. the plan was, and it kind of made me wonder: Do they have actually have a long term plan? Which is a running theme. Oh, so the yeah, having a plan yeah. is a running theme throughout the film. When you get to the last 15, 20 minutes of the film, it feels like the biggest pimple's been popped. <laughs> this huge relief of okay, things have come. You know, for lack of a better term, full circle. Mm-hmm. And well, they the definitely f- come to a head, don't they? Yeah, and and the film does resolve itself. You sort of wonder how is it going to do this, and they do. There, there is an answer, whether or not it's satisfactory to what you were hoping it would be. <laughs> it's also a bit of an Inception ending as well. You, yeah, I did like the way that was you've done. You've got to question it a little bit. What a, a problem that I found is that looking at people online doing their whole film school video about mm. what you missed in this film, blah, blah, blah. It really sort of, I think they were trying to be more, say more about the film than there really was to say. And I don't, and I don't think the film is trying to say a lot. It's trying to say a few simple things about society, perhaps more about a society we don't understand. Mm-hmm. People are getting carried away thinking there's more about this film than there actually it, is. It's not Blade you, Runner. No, you've got to look at it, the story that it is telling. And the story is not hiding anything from you. The ending is maybe a little bit ambiguous and you can sort of make up your own choices about it. But there was nothing I feel like that was hidden from me in this. I definitely feel like uh, it's one of the more overanalyzed films of like the last five to ten years. And I think that's why it was so overhyped to me. Is so I'd seen so many people yeah. analysing this movie. I thought, well, there must be so much in this movie. And then, like you say, Alex, is actually, it's, it's really, it is quite succinct, really. It's a fairly succinct film. And I think that's why I came away, go, away from it going, okay, but, but did I miss something? Was there something in this a whole subplot or, or theme that I just did not pick up on? Yeah, I was worried uh, that I missed something too. Yeah, I was like, yeah, is is there something that like, what am I not getting? What mm. am I not understanding about this film? Steve, what am I not understanding about this? <laughs> Steve, know, help we, us. We think we got it. I, I just, I think this is just a film that like any of Christopher Nolan's films or like the, the Wolverine, it's just something that a lot of film nerds are really, really excited to talk about at the moment. And I think for me at least it's, it's, because this film feels like it's was enjoyed to be made. Like Bong Joon Ho was like, I'm really, really excited to be on set every day. I'm putting all my creative effort into it, and I'm, I, I was, I was getting the results that I was feeling. That it, it, it just felt like I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it, that's well, that's how it, it felt. Yeah. It, the director's work because the other film I've seen of his is Snowpiercer. Yeah, and that is a very creative film, but yeah. it's also incredibly tight. Mm-hmm. And really well put together. Another film I haven't seen yet. Um, I I would recommend it. It's very good. Maybe I will. Um, but that's the thing is, I, I kind of thought Snowpiercer was saying a similar thing to this movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Because there's was, a, yeah. a lot of class difference in that film as well mm-hmm. as this one. And I thought Snowpiercer sort of said it a bit better. But okay. maybe that's. But that is that is in the guise of a of an action movie. I thought Snowpiercer probably said those things about like class difference uh, more generally. Uh, and I think that Parasite, having not lived in South Korea, I, I, I'm going like, to leap to an assumption here that Parasite's probably saying more about South Korean society than than just a general world society. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that, yeah. Absolutely. So are you 
living in anyone's basement at the moment? Uh, uh, I they're probably listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, like I said, we're really big in South Korea right now, and I just. <laughs> And I've got people to hide from. And so what is, we're recording this in someone's basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it sounds a little bit more echoey tonight yeah, at the yeah. moment. We really, we really commit to these, you know, <laughs> the themes and everything. There are basements on this island. Are we on an island from Lost? Uh, uh. I, I did find the ending not out of the blue, but I did have a moment where I was watching it unfold. And I, I'm not going to ruin the ending. Um, if anyone's listening, don't you don't have to stop listening. I'm not going to just blurt it out. But I did get about halfway through it going... What on earth is happening? <laughs> I was thinking, where did this come from? And then thinking about it, I was like, well, no, I guess it, it, like it, it's it's logical and it's designed this way. I had a book going, wait, what? Like, wait, did that just happen? It was quite, I don't know, shocking, I guess. What did you guys think about the twist? If it's I, the same one you're thinking of, I, I think it is. I, I quite liked it. Okay. I don't know that I felt like there was a twist. Okay. To, to me, like everything sort of happened... As it happened, and that's yeah. what the story was. There wasn't any, like I said before, I don't feel like the film hid anything from me. Mm-hmm. So no, that didn't feel like a twist to me. It felt okay. like a logical, if not practical, conclusion to the story. When that reveal came along, I thought the twist was going to be more dramatic than what it actually was. I, I, thought, was... I thought it set up something different to what it actually right. was. It's hard to talk about without giving it away, and I don't want to give it away. Um, but I, I was... It sort of set it up and I went, oh, cool, is that what's happened? Like, that's quite quite a game changer. And then when, when I realised what it actually was, I thought, oh, that's that's less exciting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I would recommend people go and see it, I think. Yeah, it is uh, available on Stan currently. Yeah. You can definitely buy it on Blu-ray. And, like, it's definitely a movie I would buy on Blu-ray, just cinematography-wise. Steve, yeah. did you get to watch it on the island cinema or do you have to watch it in your cave? I had to watch my cave. Yeah, same. But I'm it's something I would go to the cinema to I wonder watch. if the experience would have been different. I'm wondering if... I've, I have a feeling I would have enjoyed it more at the cinema. Oh, cinema's always better. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of the anxiety I was feeling throughout was probably, like, boosted by the fact that I was watching it alone. This is not a comfortable film. I think, no. you know, yeah. it's not designed to... Unlike the Eurovision film, a very comfortable film. Yeah. This one is the complete opposite oh, of yeah. that. There's no singing. Well, there's very little singing, but it's not enjoyable, <laughs> and uh, you will not feel comforted at all <laughs> throughout the entire film. <laughs> Anything else? For me, no. I think I've I've I've, I've gushed. It def- I've gushed. I, what I would say, the depiction of of poverty, in or at least South Korean poverty in this film, made me go, "Wow, I'm watching this in my house by myself, yeah. on on my TV, and I'm watching." And I know it's a, you know it's it's a you know, work of fiction and everything. But obviously it's it's based on, I'm assuming, real living conditions. It's, you know, it's a real place. And I guess it made me, and maybe this is part of what the film is designed to do, is it made me appreciate what I've got, mm-hmm. I suppose, yeah. and not to take things for granted. Because I think it's fair to say that certain characters in this film take a, a fair bit for granted. Well, I mean, the last, I suppose one of the final questions I'll pose to both of you is, who's the parasite? Is it the Park family, the wealthy family, or is it the Kim family, the 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 uh, poverty-stricken family? Mm. Because I reckon I, w- I would have said it was the Kim family. Like, it's just... I, I would... I would. Just, I mentioned that, that's that. well, we've mentioned it a few times where the, the um, Park family do go away. And the, the, the Kim family immediately just drink all the booze mm-hmm. and, and eat all the food. I'm thinking, these people have provided... You were poor and jobless. 
you now have jobs. Like all the whole family has jobs, but you're sort of not you're putting that at jeopardy by being rude and drinking all the booze. But is the Park family the parasite because they don't even notice that they've done that? Well, that's true. They I make a huge mess and they don't even. Yeah, yeah sort of who who's you know taking from from who you know, they they yeah. uh, on both sides they're taking from each other in their own different ways and i suppose the poorer family is more visual in that sense mm-hmm. for us as the audience well, they are the main characters you know yeah they they're the characters that we're following um so it's kind of yeah it's kind of hard to say i mean for a while there i thought is this a creature film you know is there literally yeah. some oh, like form a creature of in the yeah. basement or something yeah, yeah. A creature in the basement that's going to attack everyone hey that uh, that could very <laughs> easily have happened couldn't it really yeah and guess at a stretch maybe that is kind of what well yeah i don't know (laughs) but what i am curious and it seems almost inevitable uh to see what a western remake of this would look like a western remake probably awful oh oh, you mean like actually i thought you meant cowboys (laughs) (laughs) i was like hot no next season of westworld like (laughs) why why would anyone want that (laughs) (laughs) what i'm just gonna start writing it right now (laughs) No, I mean like Howdy a Western. Howdy, y'all! I'm here to chew to your daughter. <laughs> like <laughs> gunslinging. Oh no! Wow. Would anyone like some preserves? <laughs> oh, uh, what in damnation! <laughs> I need someone to groom my horse. Uh, no, not a not a Wild West remake of this film. <laughs> oh. A Western, like a Hollywood version, like a, an American version or an Australian version of this film. That would actually, I think, be really interesting to see how they manage that class difference between yeah. levels of... I haven't seen anything in the works for that yet, but I'm sure people are probably having. Or I almost guarantee that we'll get a Hollywood version of this in the next five years. I think what I would say about this film, and and it's similar to to Snow Snowpiercer, as we've already mentioned, is deliberately much more um, um, general about Mm. the entire world. But I think the the things that are touched on in Parasite, which is very much about South Korean culture or the class difference in, in South Korea, rather. Is it still? You can still apply that to to, oh, to our culture. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't necessarily need a Western remake. It still works for for us as an audience, um, which is clearly why it's done so well. Yeah. The last time I saw that happen was Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Yes, even though they did end up making a um, American reboot anyway. Yeah. Well, that that's that's sort of what I mean. Is oh, the, I see. Right. The American version of it, where I did enjoy. Almost enjoyed both versions. Yeah, yeah. That they yeah. made. I mean, they actually. I mean, David Fincher did the American one, so it's not like you know they just got anyone. It is actually a fairly decent film. Yeah. So I am curious to see how that is translated because inevitably, films that get this much attention mm. end up being remade mm. in an American landscape. Yeah, that's right. Surely. At least we can do a follow-up episode. That'd yeah. be great. And then we can do a follow-up mm-hmm. where we hit double digits in our episodes. <laughs> Yay. Well, I think it's maybe a good time to give how we felt about Parasite. Steve, because you are probably more <laughs> at one with this film, you can go last, have the final okay, final say yeah, on this. Sure, that's fair. I'll go first this week. And I never give my ratings first. Yeah. What are we defer- rating it out of first? We could do like a, 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 like a, a tropical river parasite. Oh, what, oh, I, I was me, thinking let me just like go to Google really quick. <laughs> what about like a, a washed up rum bottle? 
Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many washed up rum bottles? Where's the rum? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so out of five washed up rum bottles, what do I feel about Parasite? It's an interesting film. I don't know. You can't sit down and go, all right, I feel like just relaxing and watching a film tonight. What am I going to watch? You can't watch this. But then again, that's not what the film was trying to be. Uh, practically, it's fantastic. The story is fantastic. It irked me. And I feel <laughs> like maybe, as Matt said previously, there's, there's something I just didn't get mm-hmm. about the film. There's something I didn't, in my mind, quite unlock what the film was trying to say. Would you go back to it? Um, I'd watch it with someone. Okay. Not because it's, you know, scary or, th- you know, <laughs> it is a thriller. But it's a date movie, that's why. It's, I wouldn't quite exactly call it a date film either. But I wouldn't actively search out to watch it by myself mm-hmm. because I feel like it is a film that will create conversation. At the end of yeah. it, you do talk to the person that you're that you yeah. watched it even with. if that conversation is just what on earth did i just watch yeah and that was i mean i watched it today with my wife and <laughs> we both sort of just like what <laughs> what ha- yeah that was pretty much my reaction what? as well <laughs> and on all of that you know i'm going to say four Mm. But I feel like I could give it a three. Give it a three. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to. Don't, don't prompt him. Let him say the number he wants to okay. say. Fine. I'll go three and a half. How about that? I'll right. say three and a half. <laughs> and that's not to say that the acting is bad or the film. Like, it, there's, I feel like there was a message that just wasn't super clear to me. And it took a really long time to do anything. And maybe that's exactly what it was supposed to do. I don't know. But yeah. for me, as me personally, yeah, I'd say, let's let's go three and a half. Okay, I think I'm very much in the same boat. There's no mistake here. This film is exceptionally well made. It, it's acted well, written well, shot well, directed well. It is a really well made film. Apart from the fact that it's two, it's a two and a bit hour movie, but nothing happens for an hour for me at least. Like for me, it's a two and a, it's a two and a bit hour movie, but really, it's just an hour movie. And that first hour, to me, really put me offside to the point where even though that second half of the film is legitimately, for me, much more exciting and much better, I was, all, I was kind of already out because the first hour was just like, what is, what is going to happen? Can I have a character here that I can at least get behind and root for? Because for me, if I don't like any of the characters and I'm just sort of sitting here going, I hate all of you, when will this end? And maybe that's the point, but I don't know. It didn't work for me. If that's the point, it not for me. Clearly worked for other people, but for me, I wouldn't. I would not sit down and watch this again. I'm going to give it a two. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Now, I've never given a two before. I feel quite villainous. <laughs> I I I loved this film. I was very worried about sitting down for a second time and watching it. I was like, I was worried for all the same reasons you were like. Oh, I was wondering the pace maybe would get to me. Sat down, watched it a second time, and I still like really, really, I, I, I really, really liked it. I really liked it. Um, I think it's got one major hurdle though, and that is accessibility. Because I think a lot of foreign language films is going to put people off. Reading subtitles is not for everyone. It simply isn't. Like it, it gets distracting, 
and and maybe the story is just a little hard to access as well. But for me, it's it's five bottles of rum. Yeah. Easy. Actually, did I give Taylor Swift too? I think I did. I might have to retract that statement. Sure, you you can if you like. If that's I will have to go back. If that's the case, maybe I can re re, re um adjust my Taylor Swift and give that a one point five. <laughs> <laughs> you can't retroactively change previous right, episodes. Right. You still have time to change your score for this no, episode. No, no, th- this is th- for me. This is still a two because that first yeah. half just just bored me. Unfortunately, okay. if this film, I could not watch. You know how sometimes they dub stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is an option to watch this film in English if you wanted to, and I would hate to do that. I, well, I think subtitles didn't bother me at all. Yeah, like, subtitles that, didn't take anything yeah. away from me at all. I think uh, now we have to get it dubbed by probably like Sam Elliott and Clint Eastwood and just get that <laughs> real lusting <laughs> cowboy vibe to it now. Nicolas Cage would be good. <laughs> oh, imagine in a, in a Hollywood remake and Nicolas Cage was one of the characters. You know if they do one, he'll probably be in it. Yeah, Who would he be? He'd be the, 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 the Mr. Housekeeper. Kim, the dad. No, he'd be the housekeeper, wouldn't he? He'd be the housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid ten and a half. Again, that's not bad. That's that's pretty good. That's two ten and a half. That's two <laughs> two <laughs> very different films and two very similar scores. I have enjoyed that we've all had very different opinions uh, over the last few couple of films. I think it's been great. So yeah, that's that's worked out. That's really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so I guess we've you know it certainly shows that we've all got different views on how we feel about films, mm-hmm. which is good. Uh, so yeah it's been another episode of the Trailer Island podcast you can find us on our website trailerisland.com.au you can send us an email to contact at trailerisland.com.au visit us on Facebook give us a review actually that's what I'm going to ask you all to do this week is head to our Facebook page and throw us a review that'd be lovely Uh, tell us who the real parasite was (laughs) (laughs) hey that would help me out you know please tell me how I'm wrong (laughs) you can absolutely comment and contact us via that page as well because that's what we want we want you to interact with us and let us know what you think what you'd like us to talk about because we'd love to hear what you have to say and you can also visit us on Twitter which is Matt Island Trailer yeah because we haven't found that guy yet who's got the actual Trailer Island tag he's out there somewhere we will catch him find you yes Uh, (laughs) I've been your host Alex I've been joined by Matthew and Steve and this has been the Trailer Island podcast thank you very much we'll see you next week Good night, everybody This is a Narrative Network podcast.